Foodie Films is brought to you by the Cage Club Podcast Network. For all things Cage Club related, head on over to cageclub.me. That's cageclub.me. Hey there, foodie fans, and welcome back to another episode of Foodie Films. Of course, this is your host, your chef de cinema cuisine, Kyle Reinfried. What's going on? What's happening? How are you? Are you enjoying my little Mardi Gras, my New Orleans takeover so far? Had a great first episode with Justin Kennedy, GM and head chef of Parkway Bakery and Tavern, a old-school New Orleans, just like must-visit place. You know, there's so many places to get... Some great po'boys in New Orleans, but there's something really special about Parkway. And Justin was just an awesome and hospitable guy, so it was really great to sit down and talk with him. So if you didn't listen to that one yet, check it out. You don't have to listen to these in order, but that is just part one of five. And today we have part two with Funky Big Sam. Man, let me tell you, this guy is just, this guy's just one of the coolest guys I've ever met. Got to see him live for the first time back in October, and right away, you know, we we talk all about it. We talk about how musicians are just approachable and just so friendly. Oh, everyone's friendly in New Orleans, but just down there, you know, like, you get to see some world-class music, and then you can talk to these guys afterwards. So I went up, I talked with them, grabbed a picture, and I just stayed in contact with them on Instagram, and I reached out to him when I was planning these episodes, and he's like, yeah, for sure which can't get a better answer than that. So this is a really fun conversation we have. We talk about a lot of stuff. I mean, you're going to hear about it, and you're going to hear about his love of king cake. I can't wait to have some king cake. Actually, right now, so this uh, episode is coming out on the 12th, February 12th. I'm editing this early. I'm recording this early because... I won't be coming back till Monday night. That's when I usually send the episodes in because I was in New Orleans. So I'm sure I had my fill of king cake and crawfish and just enjoying the parades and Mardi Gras. This is a fun, funky, silly episode. We're, we're laughing a lot during this. It was such a pleasure to talk with Big Sam. So here we go. Big Sam of Big Sam's Funky nation oh yeah like i was saying flew flew down here for you know yeah pretty dirt cheap and 250 I, for columbus though man 250 for columbus <laughs> like you know like, from newark 
from Newark. It's like, I mean, it's, you know, like an eight-hour drive. It's like I should almost yeah. drive there. But I would have. Maybe yeah. stop at, like, Pittsburgh along the way or something. Yeah, I would have made that drive because that flight, that's crazy. That's yeah. ridiculous. For, you know. Yeah, you get a rental and gas for cheaper than that. It's like, man, I might as well make this a little quick trip right quick. Call it a day. Exactly. You know? But, yeah, no, I mean, I was, uh, like I said, we met in October, was here with my girlfriend. She's very jealous that I'm down here right now. <laughs> she couldn't come. But uh, we saw you at, uh, what was that, Jazz Playhouse, Playhouse yeah. on uh, yeah. Bourbon Street. Yeah, it's a good time. It is a good time. Yeah, man. So you got, what would you call that, is that a residency? I call or? it, yeah, I call it, um, with the group, I call it Big Sam's Christmas City Connection. Okay. You know, and it's um a little different than what I do with Funky Nation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I started doing that gig because I wanted to do something when I was at home mostly. Okay. And um, and I have twin boys now. They just turned three years old. And I was like, man, I got to find a way to be at home more now instead of being on the road so much. You know, yeah. I was hitting the road 200, 250 days out the year. And um, so I was like, okay, let me find a local gig. Then um, I was like, okay, let me do something different. I said, let me play some... Um, so let me play some trad or some standards and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And that was my intentions when um, I booked this gig. And then, you know, people like yourself <laughs> started coming through. <laughs> and like, no, play this song, play this song. Like asking for originals, asking for other type of things. And, you know, I mean, you know, I, I like to give the people what they want. So they wanted Funky Big Sam. They're like, hey, we call you Funky Big Sam for a reason, you know? I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, it was a but, fair um, balance of, yeah. like, you know, your style yeah. and then just the classics and everything. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's what it's so now what I do, I just mix them all in. And then um, as far as the solos, like, when you see a Funky Nation show, we, you know, everything is, is, is organized, it's formatted. Like, we're going to play this, we're going to sing here, we're going to dance here. Yeah, you got yourself. Exactly, yeah, you yeah. know? And with Crescent City Connection, you know, we just solo as long as we want we just stretch it out you know <laughs> we can take a 10 minute solo we yeah, feeling it, you know yeah. um and you so, get the you involve yeah. the crowd exactly you, you when know? i was there i think it was some woman's birthday or two yeah. women's birthdays and you had them come up there exactly and, and that's the thing we like to and, you know engage with the with the cats in the crowd man yeah. we don't want to just be like oh we're just up here we're doing this and mm-hmm. you pay attention and that's it now we want to have fun with everybody and you know um you know we're all one big community we want to be one happy family together what do you think that is about, you know, like New Orleans, I mean, it's arguably the best music city in the country. I mean, the, the best food city. Yeah, man. <laughs> uh, I love it. It really is. I mean, you know, New York was always my city. I live in Jersey City now. I have a lot of pride for where I came from. But yeah. like down here, there's just something special. And as far as the music goes and the musicians, there's just, you guys have such an approachability. Yeah. And on, on top of like just seeming like you have an approachability once people go up to you yeah you will talk with them right you'll, you'll take a picture you'll t- chat you know just even walking in here and you right. know the guy that works the studio you know like yeah. he, he's from jersey city like, <laughs> right you know, exactly. you know like there's just uh you, like what do you think that there is about that like do, um do most musicians down here have that yeah, yeah it's a cultural thing man you know what i'm saying like um, most cats in new york even back in the day doing the um bebop era you know new york was known for having this stiffness or stuck upness about it you know what i'm saying yeah, like yeah, yeah. and a, a slight arrogance you know yeah there you have like you know charlie parker and <laughs> yeah you know plan. <laughs> the cats like turning nose up at you and shit like that whereas in new orleans you can still have that arrogance but you know we we have a lot of love not that new york doesn't have a lot of love people but i'm just saying that's just kind of like how it comes off uh prime example like if you have a jam session in new york city mm-hmm. you know i don't know if it's still like this now but back in the day this is how it was you had to like sign a sheet of paper and wait your turn to come up and sit in. Okay, yeah. In New Orleans, it's like, oh, you got a horn or you play this? Oh, come on up here. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. So that right there, that little 
something that small goes a long way, and that's that's how we get down. That's how we live down here, you know. Yeah. Like um, everybody's very friendly, and everybody get along, man. Um, just one of those cities, you know. I was I was at the mother-in-law lounge last night, and yeah. I mean, you know how exactly Kermit, you know how Kermit is. <laughs> exactly. I mean, there were uh, even like Irvin Mayfield showed yeah. up and played for a little bit, yep. but there was this one guy. He's wearing wearing a Packers shirt. He's from Wisconsin. Yeah. He's got this Toys R Us looking trumpet. Like it's bright. <laughs> it's like bright red. Yeah. Uh, and he goes up, and even at first, him and Kermit actually exchange trumpets, and Kermit's playing the, <laughs> the toy one. trumpet. Yeah. <laughs> nice. And. But this guy, you should have seen Kermit's face. Like, his eyes went, like, bold. Like, yeah. damn, like, this guy right. from Wisconsin. And right. the, But he just, but even besides how impressive this guy was, just letting him, like, oh, you got yeah. a trumpet? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, come on up. Come on you know? up. Right. Yeah. And that's the thing, man. Like, I had cats um, last week, a week before, like, just come up to the playhouse and just, I don't have to know you. Mm-hmm. You know, you come in and I see you have an axe. I'm like, hey, yeah, you want to play something? You know, you got it here. You must want to do something. Come yeah. on and get something, you know? When's the moment that so, you, you give the kibosh, though? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's easy. It's like when it's on. Um, like, here's the thing. So some people have that mentality where they don't know when to stop, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. all you do is you either start playing right over them or you ta- give them a little tap. You know, yeah, exactly. Or, hey. or, you, or you introduce them. Like, hey, give it up for such and such. Well, what's your name again? All right, cool. Yeah. Um, that kind of thing. But that, you know, but typically... That doesn't happen anymore. Like cats, kind of like know not to overstep their boundaries. Sure. So um, they know. Okay, if I'm going sitting in on somebody's gate, don't play too much. Yeah. Don't go overboard. Like play this and then get out the way. Uh, yeah, I guess. You know? Yeah, I guess for those people, especially if like you got a, an instrument in hand. Yeah. You know that versus like. I guess you take a risk with the, you know, if it's someone's birthday Ooh. on Bourbon Street. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's another <laughs> story. A bachelorette party. Or... That's when you be like, hey, so then um, I'll be like, oh, give it up. We yeah. stop it. Psh, hey, give it up for, hey, baby, all right, now look, you go ahead on. All right. yeah. Yeah, one more time, y'all get up for it. Some of them still don't want to get off, so then, you know, I have somebody else in the band, I'm like, come on, baby, you got <laughs> to step on off. Like, come on, you know, we got to get on with the show. Your part is over. So, yeah, yeah it's that kind of thing. You know? Yeah, man. Yeah, but you know, hey, today's a today's a good day. The sun is out. Yeah, LSU man. won. Ooh, killed them. I was like, oh my god. I wasn't was worried to begin with. I yeah. wasn't worried to begin with no? until the game started. And yeah, when the game started. I was like, oh shit. Like, yeah, Clemson I like, struck. I said these fast motherfuckers and... came to ball. They yeah. were like on it, and then the second half rolled around. I was like, yeah, Psh. that must have been. I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall of that yeah. locker room. Yeah, because it just. Not that I can understand anything the coach says. But. <laughs> I said, this was voice. Like cookie Monster. Right, you know, cookie. <laughs> Every time I hear his voice, man, I just dial out. I'm just like, you would think that, you know, we would all be used to it by now. It's and a, and yeah. I'm just not, I'm, I'm not used to it, Jay. It's a very cliche, like, buy you Cajun. <laughs> exactly, like, exactly. Yeah, it's I like said, from the water boy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I said, man, I said, I wonder how much, um, I said, I wonder how much steroids he used to use back in the day and cigarettes he used to smoke. Oh, like, oh yeah, my exactly. God. Man. Just a pack of backwards a day, <laughs> right? You know. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. But um, but we pulled it off, man. It was it was a great win. It was a great game overall, though. Clemson yeah. they, they played well. Just the second half, we just got the best of them, and we turned it up a notch. You yeah, know? and I know yeah. LSU, you know, plays up in Baton Rouge, but just being. You know, I'm not trying to bring up negative things, but the Saints, unfortunately, you know. <laughs> man, the Saints got to get their shit row. together, man. Three years in a row. Three, yeah. Yeah, we did. They had the Vikings, Miracle Bullshit. Oh, yeah. Then they had yeah, the, forgot, the, yeah. the Rams, the, P.I. Yeah. And, um, and this year, we really did it to ourselves for the most part. Yeah, know, like if, if any year was more like that, it was this one. But, yeah. I mean, but a big win with LSU, which is just, it's just great to see. I mean, even like I, I came down here. It was like five years ago. Is Tom Coughlin's? I'm a Giants fan, 
Tom Coughlin's sorry, sorry to hear that, man. Yeah, exactly. It's, <laughs> it's, it's oh rough. God. It's rough. Yeah, I know. Um, but, I mean, we'll, we'll see what new coach Joe Judge does. Right. You know? We got a good happens. hashtag judgment day yeah. from it, so there we go. <laughs> you know? Maybe uh, we got to bring some, some luck. Yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was Tom Coughlin's last year, and it was it was a great game. Came uh, came down here. I mean, it was awesome to see a game in the Superdome. Yeah. Awesome seeing Drew Brees play. Yeah. And it was Drew Brees and Eli Manning's highest scoring. It was the third highest scoring game of all time in the right. NFL at the time. And it was seven touchdown passes by Drew Brees, six by Eli Manning. Right. It was one of the games That's that the Giants lost in the last, like, five minutes to the Saints. But it was one of those things that... My buddies and I were like, oh, whether they win or they lose, let's go back to like the hostel we were staying at, take off our jerseys and go grab something to eat. Then after the game, we were like, oh, we're just so hungry. Yeah. And, you know, I've been to other stadiums and like, you know, especially Dallas, but I mean, they are a division rival, but like, you know, pe- people bust your balls. But this, this time, like we left and everyone was just so super nice here yeah. and we go and we go to a bar and they're like, oh, how, like, how amazing was that game? Like, let me buy you a drink. I'm like, right. okay. Like, <laughs> and I don't think it was out of like sympathy even if it was it's still a very nice gesture right yeah but it's just something about this city and like hospitality that that's how we get down man yeah you know that's how we get down now what is it i mean like it was uh probably like a little after we met started following you on instagram and you posted about i think the place is bearcat man bruh bearcat is the shit so like what yeah like when it comes to food down there (sighs) let's talk about the food scene food man it's just I eat so much, bro. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I went on a diet for a minute. I just got off for like last week. Mm-hmm. I didn't meet my goal yet, but I, long story short, <laughs> I used to be 350 pounds. Wow. Yeah. And this is around 2008. Mm-hmm. You know, I got on the scale. It said error. When I got another scale that went up to like 400 some pounds, it said I was 350. Mm-hmm. I said, fuck this shit. I got to lose weight. Anyway, yeah. started focusing, doing nothing but eating real meats, vegetables, and salads. And um, I wake up in the morning, work out. And at this time on the road, we were going 250 days out the year. Wake up in the morning, work out. And I was driving mostly. So I was getting up and I was driving us to the next city. Yeah. Um, do sound check, do the gig, go back to the hotel, work out again, repeat every single day. I mean, that's got to be tough you just because in general, obviously, when you're playing at a place, it's a bar and there's alcohol around. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, it was it was tough, man. And I wasn't drinking a lot um, at that time. Okay. Like, I was not. I was like, look, I got to like not do anything so I can lose this weight. Yeah. Had gotten down to two seventeen, and I, you know, I started seeing pictures. I was like, man, I'm like a crackhead. <laughs> you know, I was ripped at my six pack and everything, but I was like, I'm doing too much. I said, yeah. let me find so, a happy medium, right? You know, so yeah. my and I'm six two, man. So like my happy weight is like two fifty. Yeah, your nickname you know? Big Sam isn't an ironic nickname. At all, like, man. Yeah, yeah, I've been Big yeah. Sam since I was. I mean, I've been six two with a size fifteen shoe since I was twelve years old. <laughs> you know, so that's I've been Big Sam yeah. like, my whole life. Yeah, and um, Did that just start yeah. from like. Family calling you Big Sam? Friends yeah, yeah, friends. You yeah, know? yeah. I mean, because my dad is Big Sam and his dad was Big Sam. But, okay. And now I have twin boys and the first one named Sam. So you're Big Sam the second and then the third. <laughs> right, and so forth. <laughs> <laughs> now, but um, but yeah, but anyway, um, so then I did that. So I wanted to stay around 250. Um, my wife got pregnant. We had our boys and I gained more weight. Got back up to like 291. Yeah. So, I, you know, recently I just got on a diet and I got down to 260. I wanted to get back down to 250 and started cutting up. But then... It's king cake season, man. <laughs> so exactly. I'm on my third king cake now. Yeah. Like cake, and, the whole cake. And there's just, and there's so many different, you know, iterations of king cake that's like, well, I got to try their king cake. Exactly. It's not like there's just one king cake. Right now, they're all different, man. Yeah. So you got to try um, a few of the spots. Um, I'm going to get back to Bearcat in okay. a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. as far as the king cakes, like um, Antoine's is my favorite, you okay. know. Um, just a regular king cake from Antoine's. 
Dong Fong is pretty good too. They all the way out in the east. Mm -hmm. um, you got to pre-order theirs, otherwise you may not get it. You wow. Know? Um, if you do, you're a very lucky person. Um, the third one that I just had, this is my third favorite, but the one I just had was Heavenly Sweets. And it's like a um, classic king mm -hmm. cake, which is like pretty good too. Um, my fourth one, there's this chick named, um, um, she's new, Sharina, Sharina Smith. Mm -hmm. And she's like making it from her house. Wow. So I'm going to um, order hers once I'm done with this cake that I'm on right now. <laughs> um, but, Work uh, out to eat cake. Exactly, like, you know. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but going back to Bearcat, man, they have a lot of good things on their menu, especially like a paleo kind of thing, you know. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so, yeah. so when I was on my diet too, I can go and get the pancakes and the pork chop and uh, uh, I forget what else came on there. But like the pancakes were made from almond flour mm -hmm. and they made it with um, almond flour. They used cauliflower. It was... It wasn't like bread. It wasn't flour. Yeah. So um, I was able to eat that, and it was so good. Just man. delicious, healthy yeah. options. Yeah. yeah, and they have, like, great food in general. So if you want to, like, that's one of my favorite spots here in the city right now. Bearcat Cafe is off their coffee, man. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. cold brew is off the chain. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. All about the cold brew. All For right. real. Another good spot is called Toast. Toast? Yeah, Toast is over on, um, is that St. Bernard? Um they have this little intersection right here. It was like three different streets that go into one. Because mm -hmm. it's like to say, what is it's like Paris, to say, anyway, it's just a couple of restaurants. <laughs> it's called Toast. Okay. And it's, um, I want to say it's Gentile though. And it's pretty, oh man, it's so good, bro. Do you so have, good. like, a favorite meal of the day, you know? No, it's just all so good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's There's the thing, too man. too many options. There's too many options. I try to tell people. You can even go to, you know, like, you went to Parkway, man. I love Parkway. Yeah. You know? Yes, sir. I had, I, I had the, uh, what is it called? The Baby Maker Po' Boy. It's not even oh. on the menu. It's off the menu. It's, like, something, because, yeah. like, uh, you know, yeah, Justin, really cool guy, GM and uh, head chef there. And he's yeah. like, yeah, you know, like, if you say to us, oh, can you put this, this, and that on and it? Like, we'll make it. it. Yeah. So this was fried oysters, bacon, cheddar cheese. What? Pickles, Bruh. remoulade, lettuce, tomato. What? And Bruh, come on, man. I know. <laughs> Bruh. But, but you, so you know what I'm saying. It's yeah. just like so many well, options, man. And also me coming down here, I'm like, I got to make the most of it because I don't get to eat this right. up north. You got to get it. But then I go back and I weigh like 10 more pounds. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine living here, bro. Imagine yeah. living here, you dig? Yeah, yeah. That's the crazy thing. At least maybe you could get into some kind of, but at the, at the temptation is just always there. Right, just it's, like it's that. there, man. Yeah. Even it. even their what you call it is killing. Even just like the, the fried shrimp and roast beef po' boy. Yeah. Like you have all that roast beef gravy just dripping all over the... the gravy the, oh, takes over. Oh that's what's God. in your blood veins. Exactly. <laughs> you bleed gravy. gravy. <laughs> it's so good, man. Yeah. Um, Another favorite spot of mine is called Boucherie. Yeah, yeah I went man. there for the first time. You know what? I was. Uh, it was when the Saints beat the Cowboys this year. Nice. And uh, Wendell Pierce. Yeah. Uh, who I I learned I think back from there was that there was a show uh, somebody feed Phil. Like I mean I know like and you you're even on. Let's talk. Yeah. We'll talk about Treme. Yeah. One of my, my favorite. Honestly, my favorite show of all time. Nice, nice. And, Appreciate it. Um, and Wendell Pierce, obviously, on that from the uh, relationship with David Simon from The Wire and everything like right. that. But he was on the uh, this Netflix show, Somebody Feed Phil. Right. And they went to uh, Cochon. But when the Saints beat the Cowboys, you know, he posted something about it. And he's in London right now doing Death of a Salesman like, you know, <laughs> right. on, the, you know, on the West End. And I just said, oh, congrats, like, you know, like, always rooting for the Saints unless they're playing my Giants or whatever. And I'm like, hey, going down. It was for that this October trip where I saw you at the Playhouse. Yeah. I said, going down to New Orleans, any, like, new favorite spots? And he's like, not exactly new, but he's, you know, and then he yeah. said, Bure. Yeah, yeah. And it's so good, bro. And see, Bure is new. 
Okay. Boucherie. Oh, the Boucherie. Yeah, yeah. It's the same spot. Yeah. Boucherie. It's almost the same idea as Cochon and the Cochon Butcher, right? Exactly. Like the exactly. Re- the restaurant and it's then the like the yeah exactly because the, the Boucherie they Boucherie. Yeah. They I have, always have to. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> they have the wings and a and yeah. a and a um, freshly made freshly made daiquiris and all mm-hmm. that and um so good man yeah the kimchi wings the javel yeah. oh my god those are, those are so, so good, good bro. i mean even over there uh giacomo's is right giacomo's over there. alligator cheesecake bro. <laughs> man that is the end all well, <laughs> that I is came, it i came to new orleans for the first time six six years ago yeah seven years ago maybe this spring i was on a road trip with my buddy who uh at the time was a staff photographer for new york magazine and he had a bunch of photographer friends and you know he would do a fair amount of uh food food shoots yeah and so his one friend was like oh i did the shoot at this place Giacomo's. you gotta go there and you gotta get the alligator cheesecake so yeah. like every time i come like i mean this trip i don't know if i'm gonna be able to you know get over there but yeah. it's like but it's also something that anytime i bring someone new or yeah, or someone it. i know is going i'm like that's just like you go there and like just even what I'm doing with these episodes that I'm recording down here, I just try to get, you know, like a taste of the city. And that's right. a good place to go that you can get a right. little bit of kind of everything. Everything, yeah. Yeah. It's a great spot, man. I remember going there and there was there was a bit of a wait, but the owner was outside just doing charcoal oysters Kill right me. in the middle of the street. Bro, I love it. I love it. <laughs> Have you tried, um, and bro, believe it or not, the Playhouse. Yeah? Like the charcoal oysters at the Playhouse, the gumbo, it's off the chain, bro. Yeah, you know, that's the thing. I mean, you know, like, obviously there's the the stereotypes that come along with Bourbon Street, and, right. you know, some are true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there are a lot I of mean, it. just even walking along this morning, you know, everyone was partying last night, and you, you go there before they start right. cleaning and washing, and you'll yeah. see some funky things. Yeah. Smell some funky things. <laughs> yeah, I know. And, you know, oh, not until well. later you hear funky things. <laughs> there but, you go. <laughs> Love but, it. But, like, but then you do, you find those, you know, yeah. those great spots that, like, yeah. it's it's hard to, you know, screw up a good meal in New Orleans. Right. You know, some right. places will cut some, you know, cut right. some ends on some stuff. You yeah. Know, you want to go to a specific place for a po' boy or something like that. Right. For but, real. But, yeah. Those. And you go to some other places, man. You got, um, along the lines of those spots, mm-hmm. there's a spot called, this is right by the Royal Sinez, it's connected, called um, Revolution. Okay. Check it out. What do they got going on? Everything. <laughs> everything. <laughs> Little pricey, uh-huh. but they have everything, man. Yeah. Um, another spot, another great steakhouse in the city is called um, Doris Metropolitan. Okay. I went there for the first time uh, maybe some months ago, and it just blew me away. I was like, at the Tomahawk, I was killing the bone, bro. <laughs> I was like, this shit is so good. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then they have other spots like Tasty Treats, you mm-hmm. know. Um, just little spot ducked off right off of um, right down the street from me, actually, right off um, Claiborne. Okay. And man, she cooked up some good food over there, you know. Right over here, uh, I've been several times to Elizabeth's. Elizabeth's good. That is Praline good. bacon. Bacon, yeah. Hey, bro. Between that, yeah, that, yeah, they got good, they got good pork chops there. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of they they had like a a duck confit waffle one time. Oh, bro. But yeah, that praline bacon, that's a yeah, must. That's it. That, you got to get that. It's a must. That's their thing. If you don't get that in you, I don't know what you're doing with your life, you yeah. know? It's great. You know what? And I, and I like, you know, coming down this time, like, almost like coming by yourself, it's okay because you can kind of get like a, you know, like maybe order like half a po' boy somewhere or something right. like that. But if you come like two people, then you're like, well, let's try some more stuff. And then all of a sudden you got all this you food. Got whole, from it, yeah. <laughs> right. But like the perfect amount was I came down here and it was like 
two couples. Right. And so, like, we really just, like, a just, little bit of everything became right. a tapas style. That exactly. was just, like, let's just order, just like, yeah. Yeah, because that's the whole thing. You go to a place like that, and you look at the menu, and you're like, well, what do I do now? Right. I want to just get everything. Right. I want everything. 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 Yeah. Let's get it. Now, what I mean, when it comes to down here and like different neighborhoods, do you find yourself like hanging out more than one, or is it just like I mean, because it seems like we're talking, you know, Giacomo's is up, uh, you know, one, yeah. one end, and then we got Elizabeth's down the other. It, end. it depends on how you feel, man, you know, yeah. and, and what you feel like eating, like, just depending on the kind of vibe that you want at that time. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm born and raised from here, um, I grew up uptown for the most part in the 12 war, and for me, it's just like I don't live uptown anymore, I live in Gentilly now, so it's like, do I feel like going uptown? Yeah. Do I want to go downtown and deal with that? Do I want to go, you know, in the night world? Like, what do I want, <laughs> you know? So um, if I had to choose somewhere to go today, I don't know. I, I might, <laughs> I got to get in my car and see what happens, you know? Now, what I mean, it's, it is the beginning of, like, crawfish season. Do you have a favorite spot for that? Because I'm, I'm trying to think. I wanted to go three-legged <sighs> dog. That's, like, a go-to spot of mine. But they do it such random times. There's a spot called, there's a few spots, man. A spot I've called. Bevy Seafood, too. Bevy Seafood is good. Have you have you been to um, Schaefer's? No. It's pretty good. Yeah. Schaefer's and Mr. Sid's. Okay. They're like over in um, Bucktown. Do they do it every day or they got like, yeah. Every day. Okay. Every day, man. And it's so killing. The fixings, the sausage, the garlic, the corn. Mm-hmm. Um, everything, bro. It's so good. Schaefer's and Mr. Yeah. Sid's? Yeah. Okay. So good. Yeah. I, gotta, I think that's maybe I'll try and do that yeah. this evening. Yeah. Because... I'm, you know, it's yeah. a season. I'm down here during right. it. Right, like, you got to get yeah. it, man. It's yeah. so good. I even, I'll, I'll send you a reminder. Yeah. Hey, Kyle, <laughs> bro, you got to check this out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I might be coming back down in like three weeks because it's a friend's like kind of like bachelor party slash 30th birthday and like I'm going to see if I can find like a cheap flight. Last time I looked, it was, you know. Yeah. You know, I'm, tr- I'm kind of a bargain shopper. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> but but yeah. then I definitely, I've never been down for Jazz Fest. And so. What? I know. Bruh. I know. Jazz Fest. Is, and now it's, both Thursdays. So it's like Thursday through it's Sunday. Thursday through Sunday. Like two two weeks. Yeah. So Yeah. My buddy and I, he's I mean, he lo- he goes to so much live music. He's like a, a deadhead, you know. Put he's it like, like this. all like jam band kind of stuff. But put it like this. Last year and it was it was it was hard. But last year I had twenty seven gigs in thirteen days. Damn. Keep in mind that second Saturday I had off. <laughs> I didn't have one gig. I'm like I mean, how the fuck I get a gig <laughs> like yeah. almost every night and multiple gigs every night, but this sad. one Saturday, yeah. like not one single gig. And guess what? I stayed my ass at home too. I said, I'm getting my rest. <laughs> I yeah. said, I've been doing this too long. Have to, um, I mean, not have to, but I'm, I've been doing it too long. Like just go out and kill myself if I'm not, you know, do, not working. Mm-hmm. And I have so much more I have to do, you know. And like I said, I got my twin boys now too. I'm like, I'm gonna pace myself, hang out with family on this day, sure, and then get back up in the morning. Cause that morning I had to play jazz fest Sunday morning, so I was like, "Get back at it, you know, roll yeah. with it." Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I definitely it's it's a it, it's a must. <laughs> yeah, you got to come down, bro. Yeah. You're, you're gonna love it. And speaking of bargain though, mm-hmm. when you come down and you get your crawfish, you got to check out different spots because even like Mr. Sid's and um, Schaefer's, mm-hmm. a credit card they gonna charge you more money, cash. Yeah, I'm a cash. It's guy, gonna be it's gonna yeah. be cheaper, yeah. like significantly, like cheaper. So you wanna. Spend the cash because you yeah. can at least get an extra pound, you know. <laughs> yeah, like, it's, it's gonna be that much of a that difference. It goes a long way with crawfish. Yeah, yeah. Captain Sales is like right here. That's a good little spot too. Yeah, Captain yeah. Sales. But they, man, they charge you so much money. I was so 
And they closed later than a lot of the crawfish spots. So they closed at 8 or 9 o'clock. Okay. And one night, bro, I spent $9 a pound on crawfish. Damn. And I bought like six pounds of crawfish. Just because I wanted it. It was late night. They yeah. were, they were the only place still open. I was like, fuck. Yeah. Tore it up, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I you tore just had the hankering for it. I was like, oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. So you so you, you grew up da- down here? Yeah, yeah. Born and raised, man. What uh, I mean, what were you eating when you were younger? Who was who was cooking? You know, what were their staple dishes? When I was younger, um, I, mean, I was eating the same shit. You know, eating burgers, eating, um, uh, you know, all of the, the typical cuisine. Mm-hmm. You got your red beans and rice. Yeah. With some pork chop or some smoked sausage, or, um, fried chicken, cornbread. Um, that was like a staple. You know, um, gravy and rice. You know. Cream corn um, with pork chops, <laughs> smothered pork chops, <laughs> um, things like that. That was like the norm, you know. Yeah. And back when I was growing up, my grandpa was cooking a lot, you know. And then if he wasn't cooking, my mom was cooking, you know. And my grandma they, and my grandpa, they weren't together anymore. But when we were going to my grandma's house, she was cooking. And um, so forth. And then my mom was a single mother for the, for the most part, you know. And then she taught me how to cook, right. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. And then she met someone, and um, he was able to cook too. So I learned a lot from everybody, man. I was like, I'm getting this in. Yeah. So even now, I throw down. Yeah, you know? you're cooking for yeah. your boys. And, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Where well, my wife is too. Like so, yeah. like now she's like, see, that's another reason I'm off my diet now, cause she she pulls some shit. And now she like cooking like grandma meals every <laughs> single night. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, it's not just a family Sunday, right? It's, like, it's every day Sunday, right? You know, yeah, exactly. Sunday fun day. <laughs> so she would like, you know, she was already cooking like all of the healthy stuff, making sure that we were um being healthy. But then she just switched and started making, you know, once it like this mother pole chop, mm-hmm. um, collard greens and cornbread. I'm like. Bruh, like what's going on? Wake up in the morning, you got eggs and bacon and pancakes and grits. I'm the like, whole buffet waiting I'm like, bro, what, what, what's going on? I appreciate it. I ain't complaining, but God damn, like, you know, I was trying to slim down some more, you know, but that, I'm like, oh, well, it is what it is. Must be her way of being like, you know, uh, you're getting a little bit too small, you know, mm-hmm. you know, let's keep you, keep it a little plump. There's so many great places to you know see music down here. Do you do you have like a particular venue that you're like, yeah, this is like you know yeah. where I really love to play. Man, like um for me, like Blue Knot was my spot. Yeah, you know, like I I came up like I pretty much helped like build Blue Knot. Oh, okay, you know? cool. Yeah, that's one of um, my favorite spots. And back in the day, it was was it Cafe Istanbul? Was that it back in the day? It's been like it was like two other venues before it was. Um, Blue Nile. When did it become Blue Nile? Um, back maybe around like 2000. Ooh, you got me thinking. <laughs> Ooh, it was pre-Katrina though. Like okay. 2003, yeah. 2002, somewhere around there. And then um, I was on like every Wednesday over there. <laughs> like yeah. the playoffs. And that was before I really like got on the road and started touring with Funkin' Nation. Mm-hmm. So, um, but that's like my spot, man. Yeah. You know, like whenever I, I perform, I prefer to play there. If I go check somebody out, I go there, you know? Now, if you want to talk about like some, some of the dive bars too, you know we have so many killing spots in the city, man. Yeah. Like you, like you went to Kermit's. You see Kermit, you yeah. see Urban, and you see you know all kind of people popping up. Um, another good spot is, is Vaughn's. Yeah, Vaughn's is right over here. Yeah, my yeah. homeboy Corey Henry plays there every Thursday night. Yeah. Which used to be Kermit's um slot when he was over there, but he was playing with Kermit at the okay, time. Okay, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So um yeah, because Kermit now he's got like Monday Thursday at his place. Right. Thursday used to be a Bullets. That's where I first saw him. Yeah. And Wednesday, he's doing at his new spot. Yeah, he's got a new his spot. His juke joint. Yeah. Yeah, whereas $20 for you. <laughs> <It's> $20. <laughs> yeah. Kermit's at $20 for tourists, yeah. free for locals. Yeah. I'm like, hey, I mean, you want to see Kermit? Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, exactly. Hey, yeah. It's worth it, man. Hey. But um, 
But yeah, but I love all those little spots, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. the, the more intimate, the better. You know, totally. and yeah, for a you're while just, you're just in it. Exactly, you know, and for Especially a while from I was the audience perspective. Yeah, you know, and like I wasn't playing any venues in the city for a while because I was always just traveling so much. Mm -hmm. So that's why I love playing at the Playhouse so much too on those Wednesdays, man. It's like it's a Wednesday show. You know, you can come in free and enjoy yourself, have some good food, some mm -hmm. great music, get up and dance. It's different. It's still different. Although I'm holding back a little bit, you know, <laughs> it's still more energy than they're used to having at that venue yeah so you know i'd be like man am i gonna run these people out of here but people be into it so i'm like hey we're all good you know yeah because that's i mean playhouse is i mean it's right off the lobby of like you know yeah a fancier hotel yeah like, it's right, right inside the world semester yeah. it's on bourbon street yeah and it's like but you don't know that the club is there unless you go in mm -hmm. you know and you walk in the hotel it's like oh shit like this is bourbon all right yeah. cool and then you come into the club and it's it's cool. I mean, yeah. you play, you're playing. You know, it's just even going in there. It's just like a different vibe as far as a look because it's got that lounge feel. To yeah, it exactly. It's just like a dive bar. Right, versus, exactly. Versus Blue Nile with the stage. Right, you know, like, right, yeah, right. So I mean, and I dig it, man. I mean, and I'm looking to some other spots around the city too. And I think all of us are getting like that, man. Like the older we get, the more we just want to play at home, and mm -hmm. you know, still tour and still travel and do your thing, but not be gone as much. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So and that's like kind of where I am with it, you know. Uh, when my boys were born, I ended up leaving town a month later for like two two months straight. Oh wow! I was like, oh yeah, man, this tough. I gotta like figure this out. So the system that we have in place right in place right now is working out pretty good. I mean, what does it mean to you to be a New Orleans musician? You know, everything, man. I mean, it's everything. There's, I mean, like you said earlier, there's not another place in the world. That's like New Orleans as far as the music, the food, the, you know, our culture. Um, the scene is just different, you yeah, know. Just the pride we're, that I that I just get from yeah. everybody. It's just and, and that's what it is, you know. We're, we're um, very hospitable, <laughs> you yeah. know. what I'm saying we take care of one another. Um, we look out for each other. Um, you know, I mean, I know Philly is the city of brotherly love, but we, we have a lot of love here in New Orleans too. Yeah. You dig? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I like I like it down here too because let me tell you, last time I was here and I was walking around like in, in the Bywater here. And there was someone on their porch that had the, uh, you know, like the monkeys, uh, like see no evil, hear yeah, speak yeah. no evil, but for the refs from last year. <laughs> right, nice. <laughs> so I love that, like, I mean, it's, it's a private city, but it, it, there's like some fine, you know, there's a yeah. fine line of pride in throwing right. that shade. But exactly. like, but it makes, but especially given that situation, it makes yeah. sense. Right. But I, I just, I just love that because just like. The city's been through a lot. Yeah, man. And yeah. by the city, obviously, it's residents. Right. And, I mean, between Katrina, I mean, multiple hurricanes, but Katrina, right. BP oil spill. Right. Yep. I mean, what what changes have you seen, good and bad? Whew. I know, that's a whole, <laughs> whole, a whole, a whole episode oh, of its own. Opening opening that door. Yeah. The good news is that we're all resilient. You okay. Did? And. Yeah. You know, those of us that are here, we're not going to let anything take our city. You know what I'm saying? We're going to keep fighting and keep our culture alive. You yeah. know, we're not, you know, from the chefs to the musicians to the artists, you know, we're going to keep doing our thing and make sure that, that, you know, New Orleans stays on the map, you know. But then you have those who come to the city because they love the city and they love the vibe. They love all of those things about the city. And then they come here and try to ruin it. They're like, Oh, I love that music is going on all hours of the night, you know? Then you move right next to like your favorite venue where music is coming from all hours of the night. Then you're like, yeah. Oh, this is this is too loud. I don't think I wanna live here. Like, yeah. oh no. And they contact the city and they try to shut music down on the streets and in the venue venues at a certain time just because 
you loved it, but now since you're here, you don't want it there. It's yeah, like, yeah. how are you gonna change what you what you love so much? You know. Yeah. So that's that's like the things that I, that main thing that I don't like about like that that has changed since Katrina. You know, let me yeah. tell you, like that right there just totally made me and reminded me that I said I wanted to get back to it. Yeah. But they showed it, I think, really well in the show Treme, Treme because there's that Steve Zahn character and he's got those neighbors next door. Yeah. And he's playing like bounce music. Yep. And- <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Steve, Steve was Davis. Yeah. He was yeah, Davis. DJ, DJ Davis. Davis. <laughs> Right. Yep. That's Man, him. let me t- like let's t- let's talk about what was that experience like? Like, had you had like any like on camera? Yeah. You know, experience like, before that? Or oh no, no, that not, was like my yeah. first like on camera kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was about to talk about just like Davis in general, man, because he is a character and Steve's like killed it, he bro. He nailed it. He's when yeah. he starts giving those tours on Rampart and yep. set, and showing it, and people are like, "Oh, what's there?" You know, and he's just like, "Well, now it's just a, a you know dry cleaner." Right. Yeah, that's like, oh, that's just, <laughs> it. just yeah. It's like, like yeah, we lost this fucking landmark and yeah. we just made a dry cleaners out yeah and same sh- studio yeah and, the sh- and I think the sh- you know for someone that you know only visits here doesn't live here I mean again what I'm trying to do with the guests that I'm having you know from New Orleans I th- I, th- I think that the show did a good job of you had a character that was a chef. You had a right. character that was a musician. You had a politician. You yeah. had a DJ. Yeah. You know, you had a, a police officer. You had a lawyer. Yeah. And it just really, you know, like people love the show, The Wire. Again, a David Simon show, and it is—it's a fantastic show. But it's that's that's show. about crime, right? And it is, a, and it's a, and tells a fantastic story. And even I love how every season, you know, you go from. The, like the first season in like kind of like the ghetto area yeah. and then the next season is like showing at the harbor and that yep. side of crime coming yep. into the city but th- but which were Tre- like all real things yeah yeah <laughs> you know? all real things but, <laughs> yeah. but then Treme I think you know after that and especially a lot more things come into light after Katrina because I think that show started in like 2010 I want to say Treme yep. like and, and also I remember reading this because I think I started it like started watching the first season when the second season started, like yeah. I ca- and I caught up. Right. And then I remember being bummed hearing that it was getting canceled. But I think that HBO just even had so much respect for the show that because at that time you had Boardwalk Empire even like ended because they needed to put all the money towards Game of Thrones. Right. <laughs> they were just like, <laughs> right. Yeah. They had that right. Big, that big spending show right there. So, but they had it's just a testament because HBO will just cancel stuff like that. Right. But they had such respect for the show and by comparison the city that they I remember reading articles saying like they said to whether you know, David Simon specifically or whoever how many episodes do you need to bring the show to a wrap so you had like three full seasons and then like I think a five episode yeah, it was season. like short yeah yeah, yeah but, and, I, and I thought for the most part besides I didn't even think about Game of Thrones I thought <laughs> which I love by the way yeah <laughs> um, I thought they brought the show to an end because of ratings and mainly because like the wire, you know. Mm-hmm. I feel like Treme and David is great, but I think he was being so sensitive towards our thoughts. You know what I'm saying? Like the city of New Orleans, that he didn't really, really portray like a lot of violence. Because, like you said, it wasn't about crime specifically, you know? Yeah. But a lot of violence and sex and drugs, which is all things that sells, especially on HBO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Um, and I feel like those those components are like what made the wire so killing like yeah you can show the game banging and you know the cats in the harbor and you know all these cats doing it and the politicians being crooked and all that mm-hmm. but those three elements man i feel like i mean it just makes for hot tv 
you know, in this day and time. Sure, yeah. And, you know, on HBO, I mean, on... Um, Sex, drugs, Tremaine. and rock and roll. You know? <laughs> exactly, you know? <laughs> now, Tremaine, they, like, they kind of like insinuated a few things. Even when somebody got raped, they kind of like insinuated. Not that I want to see that anybody else, but I'm yeah. just saying, it was kind of like they didn't show it, like, on the wire. What was the scene where somebody, like, they beat somebody's face oh, into, like, good. a bloody pulp, yeah. you know, and they, like, showed it. I was like, wow, this is, like, intense. Yeah, just real you know? visceral, yeah. Right, yeah. and I feel like that, I yeah, feel like if it had that point, it would have appealed to more people that w that weren't interested in music. Yeah, you know, but it was it's still a great a show. show. It really is. Like yeah, I mean, it was a know. great show. I'm I'm yeah. very appreciative of it. I'm grateful, man. That show was like off the chain and brought a lot of light to the city. You know, any particular fond memories from from it specifically? I mean, for me, the part that was fucked up when we was in the studio with Alan and Elvis. And they made it seem like I was sucking up the parts. <laughs> and it was window fucking up the parts. <laughs> and yeah. like intentionally yeah, yeah, in the studio. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, man, it's and it's over, let's do this. And they changed it up and they were like, um, yeah, so we're gonna call I think I think they did call me out. And it was and it was window, like fucking around in the studio. Like I'm like, bro, like really playing. Like he was yeah, started yeah, playing yeah, for yeah. real. Cause he was taking lessons with Stafford, you know. Yeah. But that show was just a great show. I, I loved it, man. Window's whole image was um especially me at that time. I was a bigger dude, uh -huh. you know, um well leading up to that. A big dude. I used to wear my my blazers with my t shirts with my Kangos. You know, and that was his image, you know. Yeah. yeah so he, he just captured like yeah. that character just so Yeah. Well he killed it, bro. It was times people thought that he was me or I was him walking around the street. I'm like, I'm not window like <laughs> then I look it's funny because we both went to Nelka. He's ahead of me. He was he went there for theater. Yeah. I went there for, you know, music. Antoine Baptiste. Antoine <laughs> Baptiste, that's right. <laughs> And um, my music teacher at the time, Clyde Kirk Jr., he used to always ask me, he said, man, he said, man, is, do, you, do you know Wendell Pierce? And I'm like a 16-year-old kid. I'm like, I said, no, I don't know Wendell Pierce, you know? Yeah. He said, boy, Wendell Pierce went here. He said, boy, Wendell Pierce could be your daddy. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, man, look. So later on, years later, I found out who he was. Yeah. And then especially once he did that role, and like I saw him dressed with the Kango and the blaze, mm -hmm. I was like, Oh, that's scary. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, wow. uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, but it's cool though. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah, that there's like, I mean, just so many great moments on that show, like with him. But I love, I mean, I think it was maybe the last season. He's then teaching someone on a set of a movie that's like playing like Kid Ori. Yeah, and, was, <laughs> and like, he's just like standing there. And he's like, "How long?" He's like, "Oh, we're shooting tomorrow." He's like, "Tomorrow? Like, I can't teach you how, <laughs> how to, to like, play." In a... And the guy's just like looking off camera while I he's just do this. Yeah, mimicking it. Yeah, exactly. Right. And then uh, I think it was. Uh, with uh, trombone shorty, they, they they meet at a sushi place. Yeah, and I love like uh, you know Antoine's like reaction. He's just like, no man, like put that in like you know put it in the right. He's just like, yeah, like, get this man some tempura. Right, exactly. He hey, he need that cook. Yeah, <laughs> right. And he was just like the epitome of just like on that stone. Not not like. Papa was Rolling Stone because he is around, but just like yeah. even like on other seasons, all of a sudden like another person would come up and be like, "Hey, Dad!" and he's just like, "Oh, right. hey!" You know, right. Like, <laughs> when he's out on like Mardi Gras day and right. just oh, like oh, running oh, into right. women on the streets. Right. Oh, like, yeah, all right, baby. Yeah. Was, yeah. Oh, that was right. It's great, man. Yeah, I miss it, man. Great show. Yeah. Who knows? They might might do another one. Who knows? I feel like there back. is. I mean, a lot. Of, you know, p people are shooting a lot down here, and there are you know some like you know TV shows. Like I was, I think I was watching like NCIS, like. New Orleans like episode yeah. on TV the other day but it's surprising just how many movies there aren't about New Orleans I feel right. like you know it just is a city that has so much to offer that there should be more stories to tell down here yeah but um agreed <laughs> let's talk about uh Funky Nation like when did you start that up 
I started Funky Nation either 2001 or 2002. It was while I was still playing with Dirty Dozen. So yeah. I was like 19 years old. Yeah, 20. what was that like? I mean, because that's just an ongoing <sighs> Bro, machine, right? The Dozen had been around by the time I joined the Dozen. They had already been around about 30 years. Yeah. You know? So, um, and I played with them for four years. Wow. And, yeah. bef- you know, but I started my group while I was still playing with them. And um, and even to back up, when I was 16, but when I was 15, my mom bought me a Dirty Dozen Brass Band album. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, this is killing, like, I want to play with this band or a band <laughs> like this, yeah. you know, or start my own band like it. And, um, you know, three, four years later, I was playing with that band. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. So um, I had a friend of mine, um, Stacy, man, she she had a 16, sweet 16 birthday party, right? So I'm hanging out, and then, you know, we all go to her room, and I see she has, like, Billy Holiday, Miles Davis, Charlie Buckle, Giant Coltrane, all of the greats. And I'm like, you into jazz? She was like, boy, no. Like, that's my daddy's um, CDs. I said, oh. I said, cool. She said, yeah, you play the trumpet. I said, oh, cool. You know, I said, who you play with? She said, um, Dirty Dozen Brass. I said, what? what? Yeah, <laughs> you know? I've gotten in. You're right. You're right. I said, what? I said, I said, where is he? And they all, they're always on tour, but he was home for her birthday party. So um, she introduced me to him, and I, like, dished the party and talked to him for the rest of the night. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. I was like, man, um, I said, man, look, y'all ever need a trumpet? I'm 16 years old. I'm like, man, y'all ever need a trumpet player? You know, give me a call, you know? He said, all right, dude, I'll let you know. And then, um. And around that time, I was playing in um, school. Not school. I was playing at church too. Okay. So um, three years later, I'm at Jazzland, which is like the Six Flags here in New Orleans from back in the day yeah. when it was here. And I was playing there like on a regular basis. That was like my gig during the day. And um, I get a call. He's like, "Hey, Big Sam, it's Et man. What's happening?" I say, "Hey, what's happening, man?" He say, "Hey, you ready to go on the road?" I said, "What?" <laughs> say, "Yeah, you ready to go on the road?" I said, "Yeah." He said, "All right, cool." Uh, I said, for, "For how long?" He said, "About three months." I said, "Oh." Oh. I said, I said, I said, all right, three more. I said, I said, okay, when we leave, he said, tomorrow. I said, tomorrow. <laughs> I got some yeah. people. <laughs> I said, let me call my mom and make sure it's okay. <laughs> so I called, I called my mom. Me. It was cool in the rest of his history, man. So I left, I left Jazz Lane, went home and just packed a bunch of clothes. Yeah. And met them in the morning. And like we drove from New Orleans to like Long Island. Wow. And I was like, oh my God. And then um, after that, like that following month, it was a gig with Widespread Panic um, in Keystone, Colorado. <laughs> and I was like, this is crazy. <laughs> and it was us, Stanley Jordan, and Widespread Panic. And like nobody was out there. It was just empty. It was just empty field in the mountains. I was yeah. like, why the fuck are we here? You know? <laughs> I didn't know music was that at the time. You know? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. And um, man, by the time you know we had rehearsals, um, and this back when Mikey was still playing Guitar Panic and signing everybody, all the cats. And we rehearsed, you know, their superstition and all that stuff. Gilded Splinters, cool. And Showtime came around, 20,000 people out there. Wow. I was like, what? So what? What is this? Like, I'm thinking, you know, clubs, a little festival here and there. But this mm-hmm. is like, this is this band's show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. 20,000 people. I was like, God damn. So that, like, changed everything for me right there. I was like, this is incredible. I didn't know, you know, music will bring these many people together. At this point, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, but um, but yeah, but that was great, man. But that's when I started Funkin' Nation, and then years later, about 2004, I left Dirty Dozen to pursue Funkin' Nation full time. Okay, yeah, and then um, I did that, and I just been grinding since then, man. You know, been touring all over, played a lot of big festivals, um, traveled all over the world, literally, you know, um, and we just been getting it in. Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, what comes along with uh, it was another moment that uh, Antoine Baptiste starts his own band and he's having having a bunch of problems. I'm uh, trying you to know. tell you what, yeah, yeah, <laughs> what was yeah, going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, I didn't have the problems that he had, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, but it was the same kind of deal, you know, like you know, like you're used to being a side man, mm-hmm. so all you really gotta do is know the music, show up for work on time. That's it. It's easy. Yeah. Once you're the you know the boss, you know. You have to be responsible for everybody, make sure everybody's on time, make sure that everything is right the way it's supposed to be, you know. Otherwise, it's your ass that's in hot water, Mm -hmm. you know. So, um, so yeah, I've just been rolling with it since then, man. You got six full-length albums, right? Exactly. I love, I love, I was listening, I messaged, when I messaged you the other day, I was listening to Songs in the Key of Funk. Number one, love the title, because I'm a huge Stevie Wonder. Yeah, thanks, I've seen him a couple of times. Yeah, Stevie's so bad, bro, still. (sighs) Yeah, I, and the, I, when I saw him, he was doing uh, songs in the key of uh, you know life, life tour, yeah. And uh, he was doing like that whole you know because that's what double LP, right? So he it's his whole crazy. tour was that, and then his and then I think he did like an encore with like Superstition, but it was just that album. Right. So that was pretty. That was yeah, he was dope, man. Yeah, yeah. but um, I mean, I I love I love the album. Thanks, man. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Um, just like I'm, I'm, I'm hearing it. I'm listening. I'm hearing a lot of like George Clinton, Morris, Morris Day. All day, man. You know? That's it. Yeah, like, like well, who? Yeah, who are your influences? My main, my yeah. main influences outside of New Orleans. Yeah, you know, stems from George Clinton, P. Funk, mm-hmm. um, Morris Day in the time. Yeah, Morris Day in the fucking yeah, exactly, motherfucking bro. Time. <laughs> motherfucking time. <laughs> I think that was at the end of like Jay and Silent <laughs> yeah. Bob Strike right. Back. He's like, oh, the best band of all time. <laughs> right. Morris Day in the, the motherfucking, motherfucking time. time. You know, the Gap Band. You know, Cameo, uh, yeah. Prince, of course, like all those cats. That's like, my yeah. sh- that's my shit, man. Like that vibe, that era, that style. That's like where I'm at with it. Yeah, yeah. Any new musicians that you're just like. Wow, like you know, just like new on the scene. Mm, no, no, nah. nah. really, no. Nah. Nah. You talking about like as far as like, like that? Not, like, not, no, uh, yeah, oh, like just, like cats that I know. Yeah, there was yeah. a lot of bad motherfuckers coming up right now, man. Yeah. Um, um, especially like some phone cats. But as far as like cats that I'm like that I came up listening to and still like like loving the hell out of it. Those cats are classic, you know. Yeah, like you can't can't go wrong with them. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you put them on. It's like, is this ever going to get old? It's like, hmm, nah, yeah. <laughs> it's just killing me. Is it uh, Poke Chop that you got the, do you, is that the one you have the music video for? No, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. Poke Chop. Yeah, yeah, Poke Chop the music video, so it's like a funk, kind of meets bounce kind of vibe, yeah, you know? Yeah, And um, yeah, we had some fun with that one. It was cool. Yeah, that's a cool music video. Yeah. I'll definitely, I'll, put, I'll post that and, yeah, and yeah. check that out. Yeah, I originally had. Um, People up north are going to read that and think it's like Poke. Like right, <laughs> that's what, and like after I, after I wrote it, I said Poke Chop, one word, and people yeah. still like be like, even when I was um, loading the video on YouTube, they kept trying to space it. I said, no, Poke Chop is one word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, even on iTunes, no, it's one word. Poke yeah. Chop is really Pork Chop, but I wanted to be Poke Chop. Yeah. Then I did, I said, people gonna think, since this Pokey thing came about, people gonna think it's Pokey. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, oh, whatever. <laughs> I mean, you got a song, uh, Apple yeah. Pie. Apple Pie, that's right, think about it. That's like, perfect for, say, is this you must love Apple Pie a lot to right. write a whole song about hey, Apple. Apple Pie. Because <laughs> hey, that's what the song's about, right? Hey, yes, pie, yeah, literal Pie. <laughs> It's about pie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's no, there's no alternative, you know, meaning or you know. It's about pie. Yeah. Yeah. Cooling on the windowsill. Yeah. Tasting that apple pie. I can, I can smell it. <laughs> <laughs> apple pie is the shit, man. Yeah. And hey, we started having an apple pie challenge, and everybody was like, "Oh, what about this one?" I said, "That's not quite the apple pie we're talking about," <laughs> you know. But um, but yeah, it was yeah, apple pie is great. 
I like that tune. I wrote, I wrote that tune, man, because I was just like, you know, believe it or not, you know, artists hear complaints from from fans sometimes, you know, and uh, one complaint that I would get sometimes, or the only one, is that, oh, Big Sam, he, he never slows it down a little bit, you know, he's always like yeah. in your face, you know. I say, okay, I'm a... I finally said, okay, you know what? I'm going to slow it down a little bit for people and, yeah. uh, you know, find something for them to groove to. And that's what came out. I mean, I just, I'm like, hey. Yeah. I did. I came up with, the, like, the bass line and the changes first. And then after that, I was like, oh, now I got to find some words to go with this. What is, I was like, what is this going to be about? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I came up. I said, like, oh, shit. All right, here we go. Yeah. So, um, but, yeah, but it, it was a great song. I yeah. like it. I dig it. You listen cool. to Apple Pie and eat the Baby Maker Po' Boy. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I love it. Baby uh, Parkway. Well, it wouldn't be foodie films if we didn't talk like a couple of like food scenes. Now, do you have any like favorite films that like come to mind or Yeah, I have a bunch of favorite um movies, man, but not for food. Yeah. I mean, you know, you'd be surprised at how many of them just like have like a food scene in them. But I mean like this ain't shit for you, you right. know. But you ever seen um Do I, the Right Thing? Yeah. And you know, um, I'll do the right thing. I mean, when, that's. I mean, that's probably going to be a movie. Sometimes I do even like food specific. That's what it all foodie films started out as food centric movie podcast. Yeah. And then this time last year, I talked to this one guy that supplies. His name's Pat Lafrida. He's uh, like big time butcher that supplies to over a thousand restaurants daily in New York City. Nice. And so I was like, what movie do I talk with him? And I was like, well, I'm like going to talk a movie. Let me just talk to him about him. Right. So that's how these episodes started happening. And I call them first cut, and it'll be first cut Big Sam. Nice. So like, yeah. but there's I still do movie episodes. So I definitely will like do one on do the right thing. But that is right. Yeah. That's I yeah. mean, that pizza shop. That pizza, bro. I mean, because all I think is um. Danny Aiello just passed away. I know. You know, yeah. and that was sad, man. Um, because he's in a lot of Spike Lee movies, especially. You know. Yeah. All those cats. Right. You know. You're gonna pay now. You're gonna pay on layaway. Yeah, we know where that How is. much? You've been coming in here at least three times a day. What are you, a retard? It's a dollar fifty. Yo, stop. Put some cheese in that motherfucker, man. Extra cheese is two dollars. Two dollars? Yeah, two dollars. Hey, you can forget that shit. Yeah. Damn, say you cheap, man. Hey, yourself, put some more mozzarella in, motherfucker. Say, two slices. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man, like, that shit's crazy. Like, the yeah. New York piece is pretty good, though, man. I ain't gonna, yeah. you know, no, I, I can't hate on it. Yeah, you know? I, I love uh, Giancarlo Esposito in that movie. Man. Yeah, bro. Right. Why are there no brothers on the wall? Yeah, right, it's you know? Like, I mean, that, that movie's no just so... Goddamn wall. Yeah. Yeah, bro. That's, that movie's just, I mean, it's it's sad how just, like, poignant it is still. I mean, just even, <laughs> right? I, you know, yeah. right? I mean, even just his last movie, uh, Black Klansman. Yeah, and I mean, that's what. Uh, why am I blanking on this? Denzel Washington's yeah. son. Um, his first name. David? No, is it David? No, Isaiah. He was on that show Ballers on HBO. Yeah, yeah, I know, no, I know. Has the beard? Yeah, dark skin. Because he sounds just like his Paul. Yeah. Bro, like he would speak sometimes. I'm like, dude, why do you sound like your pop? <laughs> <laughs> but he was he was so good. He was Black good. Clans, yeah. him and Adam Driver in that movie. Yeah, yeah. bro, they were great. That was yeah, great I love movie. that movie. Yeah, um, but I like a lot of um, you know it. I guess you could call them black movies, but mm-hmm. they're just great movies. Period. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I, I, 
I mean, especially Spike Lee, man, he's a great like director, writer, producer, everything. Uh, Mo Better Blues, yeah, great movie. Oh, so um, I say do the right thing. You have um, this isn't Spike, but like Coming to America, of course, oh, it's a classic. Man. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? We, co- they, we covered that. They're working on they're a, sequel. Make a sequel, right? Yeah. So I'm like, I hope it's good, man. Some, <laughs> they've been making like these comedy sequels. They did one for like Dumb and Dumber. They did one for what? Zoo. Yeah. That, like Jim Carrey and uh, you know and uh, oh god why am I blanking on it like recent yeah recently yeah they did it like two like two years ago it was like you know fifteen years after the original like more than that came out twenty not, years I did not know that Jeff Daniels that's who uh, and uh, they did like <clears throat> Zoolander two they did Anchorman two just like these you know Super yeah. Troopers two these comedies that are just like fantastic quotable and then they make the sequels and they're just like. Like kind of like soulless repetitions. Wow. Know? So I just really hope coming to America does something uh, different. I mean, I, Eddie Murphy. That, he, that's he, what I'm about to say. Eddie is a monster, man. So I don't see Eddie, but still, I'm just like coming to America was so fucking great. It's so great. Like, how do you? I heard yeah. rumors about some things that it's about, and I'm just like, it can't be about that. Yeah. And I mean, I'll say what they said. You know, spoiler alert. Maybe not. I don't know because <laughs> it's not. You know, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. Factual. It's all rumors, of right? This, but yeah, so yeah. they were saying he was. Um, he has a. Long lost child, I think in I New York yeah, City. Yeah. Like he's just not finding so, out about yeah. him, like what twenty some years later. Yes, yeah, like, you know you're gonna hear that. Yeah, so yeah. He went, when he was going to Queens to find his queen, right? I'm like <laughs> he he wasn't smashing nobody. He was so stuck on Lisa. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Come on. I heard that she's. I mean, everyone's coming back. Yeah, uh, yeah. even James Earl Jones, man. Right, exactly. Crazy. Right. Like, that is sick, bro. Yeah, but I mean, but I'll say this: the way he really redid Dolomite. Well, like Dolomite, uh, and then just his recent uh, SNL appearance that with SNL Lizzo. Shit was so killing. Yeah, I say, man, I've been waiting on that for like forever. And then he's yeah. he's gonna come back and do a stand up too. I hope so. No, he first he was a few years ago. He was like, nah, I kind of like where I left it off at. You know, uh, I mean, I'm a huge Eddie Murphy fan. He's like, I kind of like where I left it off at. You know, I feel yeah. like I left it, I left out at the top of my game. I'm good. I'm just leave it there. But now you know he's got to like have an itch that bruh, he's got to be. Yeah, they, and there's so much to talk about. Yeah, and they're throwing their money in his face too. I'm sure. Well, that too. I mean, even I mean, you know, but, Dave Chappelle famously left Chappelle's show when they offered him an insane amount of money. But you know, right. he's back now too. Right. He did exactly. like two. They released two specials on the same day on Netflix. <laughs> right. You know, now exactly. with Netflix and all all those, you know, like right. they're just throwing money around and they yep. just want that content. Yep. And hopefully, you know, <laughs> like saying that a lot, they were like, "Oh, this is three quarters of Netflix budget right here." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. What was it? Yeah, you had him. You had Tracy Morgan, Dave Chappelle, right, and um, um, Chris Rock. Chris Rock, right. Yeah. I was like, Psh. Keenan. Then yep, also, yep, you know, Keenan. he's on the show I right said, this now. This shit's yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah. Man. I was just, yeah. I was, I, yeah. I, I got to see uh, Chris Rock one time. It was um, uh, Louis C.K. After Sandy hit up north, he yeah. uh, he did um, like a relief concert at uh, this like beautiful venue on Staten Island yeah. and also I was like up in the balcony and all of a sudden I see this guy walk out on stage I'm like that looks like Chris I mean I, I know they're good friends but I'm just yeah. like it just didn't like you know the gears were turning but <laughs> right. but right. then all of a sudden I hear him then he starts talking I'm like holy oh, shit I'm seeing Chris Rock Chris right Rock. now <laughs> <laughs> nice and he did this whole bit like man he like and he's like yeah I live in Jersey now like I don't come into the city anymore right. he's just like you know and they got the and it was like I think I think the new world trade center wasn't like no one was in it yet or maybe they were just moving in it yeah. he's just like who's gonna go into that thing he's like there's a Starbucks in the bottom of that thing like why would you go into that <laughs> <Right>. Starbucks <laughs> he's like you gotta put like the mandatory places to go like the DMV needs to be in there <laughs> right. like that's like, the only look, way you're gonna the, you know, right. like, that's the, the only way you're going in there <laughs> And you, like, and you just hear that and you know hey sensitive topic you know 9-11 right. and stuff like that but 
comedy is you know i always it's between food and comedy that's like what you know yeah brings people together yeah real you know like real. you need to laugh and you need to eat a good meal and exactly. like and just you know like and have a conversation real and that's just you know just real. i i think th- we definitely need it now right definitely more than ever like like dave Chappelle said doing his special man which i think a lot of people don't you know acknowledge or pay much attention to at the end of it he was like you know the transgender person that was in the audience was like the person laughing the hardest. Yeah. It's like, you know, laugh at yourself, man. Like, don't don't take yourself so seriously. You know, like, relax. <laughs> it's cool, you know? Yeah. Like, cats so sensitive these days. So sensitive and, like, you know, you get... You can always walk up and you can get out. Right, <laughs> exactly. You know, like, I mean, that's not to be, you know, insensitive towards that, but that's just like... Right. You go in, I mean, that's... You walking along Frenchman, you walk into a place, you're like, okay, I listen to... You're right. gonna walk out. Like right. it's not exactly. no hard feelings to whoever's right. on stage. At all. There's just there's just, just too, too there's too many things out there to consume and then also too many different personalities right. and just interests for some you know, not right. every, you're not gonna get everyone to agree. Exactly. That's real. But yeah. That's real. And um I mean my thing is, man, it's just like Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean yeah. cats cats are so sensitive. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's a it's a different yeah. world, you know. For again, I mean, I asked the heavy question before: what changes have you seen, good and bad? Yeah, uh, you know, there there is a lot of good out there, yeah. but then also even, but even when trying to make good changes, there are some bad things too. Because I mean, you know, like yeah. and that comes with obviously things like the word gentrification. It yeah. is, you know, it's good and it's bad. Yeah, real. Because you want a neighborhood to get nicer and right. to have better amenities for people right. and to be safer. But if that's also going to push a community out, exactly, then it's like, well, well what, what, what good did that do? It's just right. gonna, that problem is just going to then move somewhere else, right? Exactly. We need to, you know, right? Just it's handle things differently. Yeah, it's just crazy out here, man. Even like on social media, I don't like, I don't post a lot of things on social media anymore. Yeah, I post my fucking shows. Yeah, <laughs> I might say something silly every once in a while. I love that picture. Who that, that artwork? That yeah, man, Catherine's a beast, man. Yeah, she, I love that. I want that as a print. A that, is a, that is fucking cool, <laughs> she, man. I didn't know she was gonna do it. I told her. I said, look, I said, um, I hit up because I saw her work. This was yeah, like that could be and, an album cover, right? You know, yeah. and she's um <laughs> she's married to one of my homeboys, you know. And I was like, I said, look, I said, I didn't know you did this. I said, yeah. but let's. I said, look, I, I said, I love your work. I said, so let's do a photo session. We did this maybe like two or three months ago. Okay. I said, now look, I want you to do your thing too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, don't just take the pictures. Do it in... Artistic license, guys. Yeah, I said, do your thing. She she said, really? I said, yeah. She said, well, a lot of people don't like when I... I said, fuck them people. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. I said, do your thing. That shit is killing. Like, And she like did it. I said, whoa, this shit is so sick. Yeah. I said... I said, you killed it. Yeah, you guys so, got to go on uh, yeah. Sam's Instagram and check it out. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, please do. Funky Big Sam. Funky Big Sam. Yeah. That's right. But, um, but man, I don't post shit because people are so sensitive. I'm like, and I'm, you know, I'm at the point in my life where I'm not about to sit on social media and debate or argue or go yeah. back and forth with it somebody gets... about stupid shit. I posted one thing about, this was maybe like a couple of years ago. I said, man. I said, New Orleans getting out of hand out of hand with these bike lanes. <laughs> Why the fuck I said that shit? Oh, yeah. Oh, look, I got all the bicycles yeah. coming after me. I'm like, I said, look, I don't care about you riding your fucking bikes in the street. You can ride your bikes all you want. Yeah. All I'm saying is that when um they make these bike lanes, y'all taking up parking spots. Y'all taking up everything. Like, y'all are like not. And then y'all riding the bikes. Y'all not following the rules. Yeah. You know, and then you hit my car. Then guess what? You're not insured. Then I got to pay for that. Then then everybody else's insurance go up because why? Because we didn't have this incident. Anyway, yeah. it goes on and on and on. And they try to, oh, it's time we should, have a, we should sit down and have a meal. I said, no, I'm good. And I kind of 
like know where I am. With yeah, this there's other. No, yeah, there's yeah, certain things you're not in right. that situation. You're not gonna solve anything by yeah. the two of you sitting down and exactly. having a conversation. That comes to like a level of like the streets should just be in a better condition because right. then bike, you know, because then all of a sudden you'll have cyclists saying like, well, if you just pave a good area of the road for us to ride bikes on, <laughs> right. we're fine with that. But everyone driving, right. like, screw them. But, exactly. You know, it's like, and then they have the the blue bikes. I'm sure you've seen them. Yeah. Right. So the blue bikes, they have the blue bikes, and then. So they might have like 20 bikes in a row, right? Mm-hmm. And instead of putting them possibly on a sidewalk where people can still walk or whatever because yeah. you got to pay for these bikes. Or near they, a fire hydrant where there's already exactly. open Exactly. You know, right. Yeah. They put them in prime parking spots. Yeah. So it's like, get this shit out the street. They mm-hmm. put it on the sidewalk. Yeah. Man, whatever. But it's, it's a it's a lot of good. <laughs> you know, other people came, came on to my gentrification and how like, that's what it is and how you know that's a sign and all this kind of yeah. stuff that is coming. And I'm like, fuck all that. Just... Get the bikes out the street. <laughs> like, put them on the sidewalk. If you're going to ride your bike, follow the, the rules, follow the law, you know? Like, yeah. That's all I'm asking. Don't go against traffic. Stay in your lane. I stop at a red light. You stop at a red light. That's it. Y'all yeah. want laws? Follow it. That's it. But anyway. I think we're solving a lot of big things here. Today. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Last but not least, got a little uh, fun segment called Gut Instincts. It's just a bunch of questions that whatever comes to you first. <laughs> uh, not why they edit this section? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's it's, uh, it's a PG question. Uh, you know, no apple pie question. Nah, no apple <laughs> pie. Hey, that's cool. <laughs> Favorite fast food? What kind of fast food? That's what I'm saying. What I mean, any out of it all, yeah. Oh, like, what fuck. is like your fa- what is your favorite? Fast food chain. I mean, yeah, fast food chain. Fuck. Chick fil A. No. What am I getting? Right? Come on. Man. <laughs> Well, you can give me a couple God answers. damn. Yeah, I know. Boy, I didn't think the first question would that's, be down for the count. That's tough, like, man. Yeah. Uh, I'm going local. Favorite fast food, Raisin Cane's. Oh, I've never been there. But... You never been to Raisin Cane's? No. I'm not. Nothing but chicken tenders. Okay. Chicken tenders, and they have the sauce that comes with it. Yeah. That's it. And <laughs> and, and um, Texas toast. Okay. French fries, coleslaw. That's it. That's But I don't even get the coleslaw, because I'm not a coleslaw person. Oh, I love but, coleslaw. But, yeah, I can't do it. I try yeah. it every month, and I still can't. Yeah, I love all the salads, potato salad, yeah. and salad, coleslaw, and that's a. But you will like yeah. it. Though. Okay, you will like it. I will. Raising canes, go down on your way out of here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Fuck the. Uh, uh, you know, crawfish. I'm yeah. <laughs> Get you some raisin canes. Go to drink alcohol. You know, He's an alcohol. LSU um, alumni. Oh, okay. Yeah, and he started it in Baton Rouge. That was How? his first location. Yeah, they got. I mean, they got a ton of locations. They all over now. Yeah. Man. They even have some in Vegas now. Oh wow. Yeah, okay. he's. In other countries too, he's getting around. Well, let's 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 get you up in Jersey City. Yeah, right. <laughs> hey, you might be out there. Who knows? Tired, tired. If you're not in Jersey City, get in Jersey City, yeah, bro. Exactly. <laughs> uh, go to alcoholic beverage. I know you said you're not drinking beer anymore. Scotch. 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 Yeah. Now, nah, man, I've been on Scotch hard for like the past. Straight or on the rocks? Straight meat. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm I'm on the rocks guy. Big nah, cube. Yeah, not for my um, not for my Scotch. Okay. Just you know what? Yeah, you meat. know what? Scotch. Bourbon on the rock, scotch, I like. Yeah, man. just, yeah. And I could kill. So, um, I'm going to say, let's go, let's, let's go a little bit deep into this. So, okay. I, got, I got hooked to my scotch because um, I was hanging out by a friend's house. Uh-huh. And, you know, we were already drinking. Like, it was it was St. Patrick's Day. We're like killing bottles of this, you know, Jameson and everything else. Cool. Yeah. So, they said, hey, Sam, are you into scotch? I said, well, no, you know, I never really like, you Yeah, know, not particularly. Yeah, 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 yeah but, but, you know, I tried it out. They said, all right, cool, you got to have this one. This is great, man. I said, all right, cool. Gave me a glass. I said, oh, this is good. Gave me another one. Oh, this is good. 
by the fifth one, I said, man, what the fuck is this shit? This shit is killing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were like, oh, let me go get you a bottle. So it's Johnny Walker Blue Label. Oh, yeah. And, I, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, exactly. I'm like oh, so, fuck. Yeah. I seen this in, I've seen this in Costco. That's $250 for yeah, the bottle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, anyway, I found my um, own scotch that I like for the most part. You know, if I'm out and buy, I'll order Chevy's or McAllen or, but if you go to Costco, man, they have a, you know, Kirkland's is like Costco brand. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And they have a 12 year, years aged scotch, and I love it. It's great. And the bottle's like huge. Good to know, yeah. It's like $38. Like, yeah. And um, I kill it. I put it in my flask. I go out and I like give myself <laughs> refills. I'm like, I'm good. Um, and the other day, I kind of measured how much I was drinking. I don't know if I should, yeah. you know, publicize all of this. <laughs> it's, it's like 32 ounces or so. I mean, at that, least, yeah. you know, it's, it's a lot. That's something to be said about New Orleans open containers that, you know, yeah, like right. to-go cups. Yeah, but it's easy just... I wish and you're good. we've got this block in Jersey City Street is Newark Ave, and they closed down now, like, about, like, a four block. You know how, like, Times Square is, like, all yeah. now, like, for residents right. to sit around and everything like that? This, like, four block area, they closed off. I'm like, I really want... Like, there's other cities, like, I've been to... Uh, was it Louisville that they have this I think it's called like 4th Street Live that at nighttime they close it off and they ID you to walk into this certain area certain like yeah. square blocks and you and, only drink and you can and you can drink out and about in that like area it would be like if like you could if it would be like if open container only existed on Bourbon Street or right, something like that right. you know but I, kinda, I wish they would do it there but it's just like you know you got problems with them maybe like the homeless drink around there which is just something right. that they're not used to up there right. you know like right. it opens up a hole but I really I feel like you know because they it's closed off and they have tables out and about it's just right. like you wish and you know you're drinking down here you can't go into the next place where you drink right you finish it and you yeah. expect you know and you're good and that's yeah. the problem we have being from New Orleans is that we go into places and we try to walk our clubs with our drinks and they're like oh you I'm like what you mean bro? oh, oh yeah. <laughs> and we i mean we really don't think about it just yeah, because second hand yeah right we just yeah. we have our drink oh we about to roll all right let me get a drink to go all right cool yeah and we just leave and yeah. it's like oh no we can't actually leave with this drink oh shit <laughs> i'm like you know we have drive throughs right yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> that's right y'all so if you come to New Orleans you can order li- you can get liquor any kind of alcoholic beverage and drive <laughs> yeah <laughs> just don't get caught <laughs> they're like yeah you can drive and order through the drive through but um just yeah. don't get caught yeah, just, you know? yeah exactly right. you're good that's crazy favorite childhood snack honey bun honey bun honey bun man honey buns are like the shit sweet or savory sweet yeah 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 got a sweet tooth yeah very so, yeah. so did I. I tell about the king cakes earlier? Yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> hey, man, yeah. You know, like any. We're also like talking cakes. about savory food too. Yeah, so yeah, just, yeah, yeah. But sweet, man. Oh, yeah. Because I go past the savory, and I could just do sweet. If I could yeah. just do sweet without gaining a ton of weight, just do sweet. Man, I saw like we were saying, there's just so many different types of even king cake from different places. Right. I saw one. It was Elvis's birthday last week, and Cochon did a Elvis king cake so it was like peanut butter bacon you oh know, wow like, that sounds good yeah like I'm not even I'm not, I'm not even into like the the feelings of my king cakes you yeah. know I like however you make your king cake yeah. I want it plain like that mm-hmm. you know with the you know the icing and all of that but that peanut butter and yeah, bacon peanut butter bacon banana like, that, you know that, that was, his, like, was his like famous sandwich he'd always make it was like white yeah. bread a ton of butter yeah. peanut butter bacon and bananas. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. I wouldn't be mad at that. I have this uh, Elvis cookbook called, instead of, uh, what is it? Are you lying something? It's, are you hungry tonight? <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. How to live like a king. Yeah. <laughs> that is tight. Yeah. That is tight. 
favorite food city, New Orleans excluded. Really? Well, you know, okay. I mean, you can say New Orleans, but then I'll ask you for a second. <laughs> <laughs> New Orleans. <Yeah. laughs> the second. Second in the, yeah. Favorite food city. Yeah. What kind of food You're we talking You're a well-traveled about? man. That's the thing, man. Like, what yeah. kind of food are we talking? Um, Because when we go to places, we don't want New Orleans food. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, you want, you yeah. know, we, we show up somewhere, we're like, don't, don't give us gumbo. Please don't <laughs> give us gumbo. <laughs> and they still bring it. Like, we said not yeah, anyway. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, you know what? I'll I'll go on the limit. I'll say like New York. Yeah. Because, you know, you have a variety mm-hmm. of things to choose from, and you can always find something good, even if it is just a slice of pizza. You know, so New York. Any favorite international food cities? Greece. Greece, yeah. That's I I've yeah. uh, I love a good gyro already. Yeah. And like it's so good, man. The lamb there. Oh, bro. I like went crazy. Like, <laughs> like every time I've been to Greece, I'm like. Give me some lamb. <laughs> I need my lamb. The grape leaves. Let's always, go. Yeah. Right, man. Oh my god. The feta. But uh, the baklava. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, bro. I was like, yeah. I've never had a baklava this good in my life. Yeah. <laughs> it was so good, man. Yeah. Then I found a spot here that makes them pretty, pretty yeah. close. Well, next time you're it's up in New cool. York, Queens has a big Greek community. Yeah. There's like a really good Greek scene there. All yeah. right. Yeah. We'll do it. Cause um, yeah. Thanks to Uber Eats now. <laughs> I just show up in my, oh, what's, what, oh. Yeah. oh you got a deal right. for this, no delivery fee? Right. right, you know. Well, you know, you pay $10 a month now, yeah. and then it's free. Oh. You pay for it, but, but yeah. if you want to order that much anyway, then. Yeah, if you are, yeah, yeah good to know. They waive the service charge. This episode is sponsored by Uber Eats. That's right. Feed me, <laughs> yeah, bitch. Exactly. <laughs> uh, favorite cuisine? Ooh. See, next time you ask these questions, you gotta yeah. be more specific. You gotta but I be like, like the I I like seeing, you know, the 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 internal like you know, <sighs> torture. The... <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a lot of torture. Oh, you know what? Favorite cuisine, man. Um, just in case y'all are wondering, in my head, I'm like, are we talking about like at home? Are we talking about out and about? Like, the number one thing for me to grab if I'm out somewhere, yeah. like if I'm traveling, I want pad thai. Okay, yeah. You know, I love pad it's all, thai. I mean, the segment's called Gut Instinct. Yeah. It's supposed to be like whatever, just yeah. that first thing that pops in your head, so. Um, but if we talking about some home-cooked shit, or just like if I had to eat something every day for the rest of my life, red beans and rice, cornbread, with some andouille sausage. Yeah, just that good comfort food. Yeah, yeah. bro. Like, yeah. That's, that's where it's at. Guilty pleasure food. This time you're a king cake. <laughs> donuts. Donuts. Yeah. I'm like a donut kind of sore. Yeah. Just a plain glaze. Just if it's good, like a Krispy Kreme no um, offense, but y'all not even my top fifteen. Wow. Yeah. And we have a Krispy Kreme factory in Jersey City. And yeah. That, yeah. See, nah, nah, nah. Y'all go when it's hot and all that, but it's so airy and so soft and so man. It's cool. I like it. It's yeah. not bad. It's all, it's at all right. All. Yeah. But. Just here in the city alone, man, we have so many other places. That's really? like so much more killing, yeah. And we're not talking beignets. We're talking we're not talking, We're talking about fucking donuts. Matter yeah. of fact, we had two Krispy Kremes here, and one of them got closed down. Wow. <laughs> because. The donut game is strong. Yeah, it's strong, man. It is strong, you know? <laughs> yeah. So donuts, like a plain glazed donut. Just so good. Favorite condiment? Ketchup, hot sauce, <laughs> ketchup, ketchup and sauce, and uh, ketchup, ketchup and hot sauce together. <laughs> yeah. You mix them in. You have uh, some uh, fried catfish or shrimp. Yeah, 
mix them two together, call it a day. You guys got a lot of great yeah. hot sauces down here. Oh yeah, I, mean, I just I always stock up when I come down here. Yeah, what you get? Crystal. Yeah, yeah. Got, yeah. Crystal's good. Um, Louisiana's good. Tabasco's good too, but Louisiana and Crystal has a better flavor. Yeah, yeah. I want I want to go uh, to the Tabasco. They got that whole like where it you know where yeah. it's like made out in well, I forget where that is in Louisiana. It's about like a three hour drive from here, I think. Yeah, you go there and see the whole. The whole um, yeah. operation. Yeah, operation. Nice. That'd be cool. I like yeah, that'd it. That'd be cool. Yeah. What's the last thing you ate? King cake. <laughs> <laughs> king cake. Right before yeah, I got yeah. here. Right before I got here, I was like, I'm going to have a slice of king cake yeah. before, I, before I go. <laughs> what would be your last meal? <laughs> Ooh. My last meal. I would tell my death. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Yeah, you know man, what? Yeah. I'm going to stick with it, man. Give me my, my red beans and rice, man. Mm-hmm. My red beans and rice. Andouille sausage. Yeah, andouille sausage. Um, I would need all three meats. I need my andouille sausage, my fried pork chop, and fried um chicken. Yeah, and for dessert, some donuts. Cornbread. <laughs> hey, that hey, sounds good to me, you know? But like my favorite pie, though, yeah. even though I made apple pie, it's pecan pie. Oh, I love I love a good pecan yeah. pie, man. So I would have to have a pecan pie a la mode. That's how we like our apple pies a la mode. Yeah. Hey. Gotta, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. All right. This is getting too kinky. Uh, <laughs> dine in or dine out? By myself? Am I? Where am I? <laughs> I love the struggle. Oh, it's a, the struggle! It's like you man. know you're le- you're leading a good life <laughs> right. when there you just know of all these options. That's the thing, you know. You it's like a, yeah, you're living a colorful life yeah, of just you know? like all this decadence. And- <laughs> right, right. It's like what am I feeling like? What yeah. am I doing? Am I doing? Yeah. Am I about to play a gig? Am I just chilling for the day? Am I dying out? Dying out. Get yeah. me home. Huh? Yeah. Most of the time, I'm like. Just because I've, I mean, I've been traveling since I was 19, mm-hmm. you know. So now I'm like, man, just give me my food and I enjoy it at home, you know. Okay, yeah. But, you know, I'm a married man, so I know I got to wind and dine my wife. <laughs> so <laughs> she wants to eat out, so we go yeah. when she want to eat out. But if not, I'll get some Uber Eats or I'll go pick it up and bring it back home, you yeah. know. Yeah. The happy medium of takeout. Yeah, the exactly. best of both worlds. Exactly. And we got kids now, so we ain't got time to be going out and do all this. Sure. I do not want to. Go out and eat with them, and they scream and they want to throw food around. Like, yeah. hey, sit your ass down. Like, nah, anyway, now nah, we go. But yeah, but I, if I had a choice, every time for the most part, I would dine out. I'll take it home. <laughs> uh, spirit food. What food best embodies you, your personality? <laughs> Pizza. Pizza. <laughs> Pizza, man. <laughs> Pizza. <laughs> I know we're talking about soul food and all that, but yeah. man, like, I love a good pizza too. Like, if you give me like a. Italian sausage pizza with some black olives and onions. Yeah. Psh, game over. <laughs> That's it. I can eat pizza, honey buns, and a daiquiri. <laughs> All day. It's like, okay. You're going to the movies. Uh, what kind of snack are you having? That's easy though. That's easy. It's the. Um, I'm glad I finally hit you with an easy. Yeah, that's the easy. One. I just got to remember the name of it. the I'll Goobers, the chocolate stuff. peanuts. Oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I eat that all yeah, day. Those are great. Goobers, um, and uh, like the salted pretzel things. Oh the, yeah, the big ones. Well, yeah, the perfect, with the sugar, yeah. cinnamon, yeah, cinnamon pretzels. Um, the perfect combo of sweet, and yeah, savory. Yeah, that's what I'm eating. Yeah, yeah. And last, and some liquor. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Might as well. And uh, last question: What's uh, what's a great lesson you've learned in food? And I'm going to ask you also a great lesson because you are a musician. Can, a great lesson you've learned in, in music as well. All right. One as far as food. Yeah. Go with your gut. <laughs> um, don't go with anything out of the norm, unless you know what you're getting into. I don't. I don't mean to be so vague, but let's say. You know, we're on the road and I travel. You mm-hmm. did. People are like, oh man, let's stop here. Let's stop there, man. I never heard of that spot. But how does it look? It look like it's good. Yeah. If it look like it's good and everybody's on the same page, all right, let's go there. You know. Yeah, it's one of those things like you pass yeah. by a Chinese place and you see Chinese people in it. You're like, oh, this right. must be good. Exactly. <laughs> like, you know. So, prime example, a Jamaican spot. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we would stop at a Jamaican spot. Oh, this shit is golden. It's like a, like a Jamaican fast food joint. Y'all have them. Enjoy golden the Corral. Go no golden. Oh, um, okay. With Keenan, I need to ask Keenan when he come back. Okay. <laughs> but it's called Golden Something, and it's so killer, man. They have all of the meat pies. They have like twenty different flavor of meat pies. Okay. Um, so stuff like you know, we saw that and I was like, that looks good. And Keenan said, Yo, that is good, man. Like you should try it. I said, All right, cool. But yeah, I have to. It's a vibe thing, man. Mm-hmm. You know, I got to check it out. Um, as far as music, you know, I've learned just to you know do what you want. You know, stay true to yourself. Don't Try to go out your way and please other people, because mm-hmm. you ain't gonna be happy doing that, you know. Yeah. Um, another thing is, you know, I've learned to like not make it feel like a job, because some people try to make it feel like a job. Yeah. And once, like you know, like once it feels like that, it's like oh, I don't want to do this shit no more, you know. Mm-hmm. So um. For sure. So you know, stay true to yourself. Be yourself. Don't try to compare yourself to other people. Um, do what makes you happy. Um, and just be genuine. You know, and and be yourself. You do that, and you're all good in this in this world in life. Period. You know, like I like to play loud and dance on stage. <laughs> you know, that's just it's just me. It's naturally me yeah. when I'm performing. And some musician may or may not like that, but fuck them. <laughs> this is me, and that's you know there are a lot of people who are paying to come to the shows that like it. Yeah, and I like it. I love it. So. To each their own. To each their own, you know? So I'm not really worried about, like, what the next person has to say. I'm doing me, and, you know, you doing you. That's all you need to worry about, you know? Do yourself, you know? Awesome, man. Yeah. True words haven't been spoken. Yeah, you're right. I can't thank you enough for coming on. In the the Uh, time, It it is Carnival is Mardi Gras. It's it's officially Mardi Gras. Yeah. Uh, Any any, any traditions? My boys were born on King's Day. Really? Yeah, so... That's when my king kicks off. <laughs> they were born. Said, oh, we got to go get a king cake. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I have, I have some traditions, man. Um, Do you make the, their birthday cake a king cake? Yeah. Well, we get a, we get both. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we get a king cake, yeah. and then we get like a, a regular birthday cake, yeah. too. Um, one of the traditions we have is on, on Mardi Gras Day. It used to be me and my um, little brother, but now we have our nephews that are old enough. Mm-hmm. We're set up on Lundy Gras. In the spot that we want to be on Mardi Gras Day. Okay. Bring the grill out. Bring we have like a whole setup. It's like fifty of us now, you know. Yeah. And um, we just throw out, you know. Awesome. Just like a lot of other cats in the city, you know. Yeah. We all have our traditions, and you know, you even get strangers that come on. Hey man, you want to get someone? Oh, here you go. You know, go. Yeah, you yeah. Know, New Orleans, you know, hospitable like that. Exactly, you yeah. know. Um, and believe it or not, you get a lot of homeless people that want something too. But you break them out. Oh, here you go. Yeah. You know, go. You know, they go talk to you a little bit, and then they go say thank you and roll off. You yeah. know, roll out. Um. But yeah, but we do that. We set up. We have our tents and all of that stuff, and we just party all night, man. Um, I think last year, 
doing Mardi Gras, they came out with like Crown Peach. <laughs> this is a guilty pleasure. <laughs> they came out with Crown Peach, man. And the first day I went to the store, I was just going to get some other liquor for everybody else. Yeah. And then I, I love. I said Crown Peach. I said I know they have the apple and vanilla, which I don't care for, whatever. I said, man, that might be good to mix it with something, maybe by itself, you know. Yeah. I was like, all right, cool. I said, well, look, let me let me get this. Um, let me get a Crown. Let me get a Crown Peach, and um, some Hennessy. Got all that cool. So I get out there and I tried the Crown Peach. It was ten dollars, and it was so good. I said, "Man, yeah. I said I'm gonna just drink this straight. It was sweet, you yeah, know." Yeah, I was like, All right, yeah. cool. Well that's, uh, well, that's when it's dangerous. It tastes like, like peach tea yeah. with like a hint of whiskey. Yeah, that's what it tastes like. So I killed that bottle by myself. <laughs> so I went back the next day to um, get it again, and it was thirty dollars. The next day, they they uh, marked it wrong the first day. Uh, okay. <laughs> I said, "Ah." Yeah. I said, okay. "Okay." I still yeah. bought it. Now, yeah, like, it's good. Yeah. But um, and it was good. Went back and got another one. Let everybody else taste it. It was. It was a good time, but that um, that's our tradition. We all hook up, um, the night before, yeah. set up shop, and we um, you know, we all party together the next day. Want to share where people can find you, social media, and good yeah. stuff like that? You touring at all? Yeah, if you still, days? yeah, we're touring. Um, so like you know, I was telling you earlier, my, my touring is set up a little bit differently now. So what I do, Wednesdays I'll be at the Playhouse in New Orleans, the Jazz Playhouse. Anywhere between Thursday and Sunday, you might catch me on the road somewhere. All right. So that's yeah. kind of like how I have it set up now. Even if it's just a one-off, I'm going to be somewhere besides New Orleans for the most part, you okay. know? Um, so if you still do the whole website thing, yeah. <laughs> go to BigSamSmokingNation.com. <laughs> I know a lot of people say, man, my website, my website, musicians. And I'm like, do people really still go to the website? I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, you know? I think because of Instagram and then seeing like... If, because I'm there and you yeah. see the website, right? You know, people click you on go that. To it. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, that way. Yeah. So yeah. we have the website. If you're on Facebook, Big Sam's Funkin' Nation, like the fan page. If you're on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, holla at your boy at Funky Big Sam, and um, you know, keep up with it. Oh, also Big Sam's Funkin' Nation on Instagram. I just started that page because back in the day. It wouldn't let you have a handle that long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and, well, I just recently found out somebody tried to steal a page and call it Big Sam Funky Nation. Oh, shit. <laughs> so then I reported yeah. that page and then I started this page. But all that right. page is still out there, I think. But whatever. All right. We're all good. <laughs> you'll see it. Yeah, yeah, you'll see it. Yeah, yeah. Well, we have a little catchphrase to end every episode. It's a saying uh, that actually my, my, my grandmother would say at dinner when the plate was getting empty. She'd be like, don't worry, there's more to cut. I feel like that just transcends into life that there's just more out there there's more to cut so if you don't mind telling the foodies out there that there's more to cut (laughs) (laughs) foodies foodies what's happening with y'all this is your boy Big Sam hey don't worry about it there's more to cut baby awesome thanks man it was a pleasure it was a pleasure yummy 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 I got love in my tummy and I feel like I'm loving you love you such a sweet thing